State of the Environment Programme. So this morning we're talking with Chris Galactus, MP. He's the member for Clarence. In other words, he's your state MP and he's also Parliamentary Secretary for Regional Planning and a member of the National Party. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Meg. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. And I have with me also Jeff and Peter. Good morning, Chris from Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. Peter. Chris, how are you, mate? Well, thank you. And, of course, uh, Robin is always here. So. <laughs> she is always there. She Hi, is. Chris. Yes, morning, indeed. Robin. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us this morning. Uh, we've had so many calls from listeners with questions about the new regional forest agreements. So I hope you have a bit of time to spend to um, listen to some of their concerns. Sure. Wonderful. I think so... I suppose then some of the, you know, condensing the calls down to just a few points, I suppose their main concerns are the increased timber uh, uh, quotas, um, reduced protections for uh, the sort of 1,000 uh, threatened species, um, including koalas, of course, reduced buffer zones um, down to the five metres, and, and generally the increased logging intensity that we've, uh, since we've had the, uh, the, the sort of the new, um, uh, the new RFAs, uh, but also the loss of carbon storage and sequestration uh, at a time when uh, we really need to be reducing our emissions. Uh, it's just so important. So they're, they're really the main concerns, I would say. Mm-hmm. So... Um, of more than 5,400 public submissions on the proposed new RFAs um, to the New South Wales government, I think only 23 supported the RFAs. So really uh, a lot of the questions have been why have the New South Wales government gone ahead anyway? Well, I mean, the timber industry is worth something like $2.4 billion to the New South Wales economy and it supports thousands of jobs on the north coast and timber is a renewable resource so if you manage your forests uh, strategically and sensibly uh, and and the, and the foresters do in this day and age uh, and we've seen um, forestry operations all over the world that do exactly the same thing that manage their forests well to the point where um, state forests have been um, taken over as national parks because they have been managed uh, very well and sustainably, uh, and it means that the forest is healthy, healthy enough, in fact, to be declared a national park. So, so there is some fallacy with regard to um, the work that foresters do um, in our state forests and, in fact, on private native forests. If it's managed sustainably, and that's what we aim to do, because it is a, it is a terrific building resource and it has been used for building for thousands of years for that purpose... And it has been able to be used for thousands of years because it is renewable. Um, and, and in fact, it does help our carbon footprint as new trees grow and you lock up carbon when you cut down a tree and you put it in a house, for because example. Because the old so, ones are far, far, far more valuable than a sapling. Yeah, but, but, the, but, the, but the old trees aren't cut down um, because they there's, are. no, um, there's no logging of old growth forests. Um, and in fact, uh-huh. our timber mills. There we've got you. <laughs> but t- tim- timber, timber mills cannot cannot um, uh, cannot process or deal with large logs. In fact, so if you actually talk to the millers themselves, and I've spoken to um, Donna Layton, who operates the Nataris mills, 
and, and they, they can't handle logs that, that, you know, that we used to see 30 years ago with, you know, three logs on a timber jigger. They can't handle them anymore. So, so you know, they've gone into um, smaller logs uh, and and they've had to do that um, and, and I think they accept that. So, look, I, I don't think that, that if you manage a forest sustainably that there, that there is any risk, any greater risk to the environment than, than there is from, say, a natural diseases with koalas like chlamydia or urban expansion uh, with dogs and cars and that sort of thing. So... Chris, I, 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 Chris you know, I sat through this whole process when they're trying to sell this, and uh, I was absolutely appalled. That's that's not not fact at all. They were clear. It they, they fact, clear Peter, no, sorry, no, it's not. I sat sorry, through. I sat through fact. the entire no, that, session. Fact, no, 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 definitely not. No, no, I sat fact. through. The, I sat through the whole meeting with the EPA, the forestry, and they are indicating clear fell. 45 to 60 hectares at a Peter, time. Nobody, can I just say, Peter, yeah. that is wrong because nobody no, is no. clear-felling. They showed I, photos. I would, urge they you, show I would, I would photos. encourage you to talk to the foresters because nobody is clear-felling. Chris, Chris clear I, sat beside the, I sat beside the forestry fellow. Well, I can, I can the, assure you that that is not the case because well. they have to go back and they have to uh, re-harvest that same patch in 20 and 30 years' time. And if they clear fell, there's nothing for them to, to Chris, harvest. they indicated the clear fell. They showed photos of what the, the sample was doing. Well, that's certainly not for logging, Peter. That is certainly not for logging in New South Wales. No, no, I sat through it and I questioned Hood from the EPA and said, why, why is there a five-metre riparian buffer zone? And he said, I, I know it's not acceptable. I went back and told them this is not acceptable. And they said, wear it, work with it. And it, that is exactly... I went I, to the I meeting. I have never... I have not seen that, Peter, and I have spoken This came to, from Hood himself. Well, I can assure you, if you're talking to the EPA who are compliance officers, mm -hmm. and they don't just look at the compliance for, for forest, they also look at what's happening on farmland and that sort of clearing as well. And I can assure you, with forestry, there are strict protocols that, that the loggers have to follow. And in particular, when they are harvesting in, in areas which are uh, potential koala habitat, they are strict pro protocols. No, and no, and no, it's no, certainly, you know, the story that you're telling me is completely at odds with what the story is from the from no, the loggers. I sat through the meeting with them. You might have sat through the meeting, Peter, with, with all due respect you actually need to hear the other side of the story from the loggers who aren't getting enough sitting, logs because there isn't the resource. It's, it's a habitat, Chris. It's not a log dump. It is habitat. No, no. It, it, and I understand that, Peter. And we've got national parks as habitat. And we've had national parks that have been... that State forests that have been declared national parks because they've been managed so well. Chris... And now I, nobody is going to... to um, excuse me, Chris. I'll give you an invitation, let's, Chris. Let, let's Come just... Um, yeah. Nobody is going to clear fell... Sorry, but Can, nobody's going to clear fell a state forest um, um, so that they can re-harvest it in 20 or 30 but years. But your new oh, rules allow virtually that. It's only Your new rules allow virtually that. It's only a few stumps per hectare but, that but need I to be But I can left. assure you that, that that's like saying that the fishermen can operate 365 days a year in the river and harvest every single living species in the river. They that, don't do that's that what because, we would because say. they want them to they want to renew it. And I'll the, give you an invitation, Chris. Exactly I'll give you thing. an invitation. Come out to the Richmond Range, which is right in, in your electorate, and show me these 
healthy forests. And I can show you tens of thousands of hectares of really, really diseased forests, which Forest Corp is not maintaining, which have been logged. I can show you some national park that have been state forest that have been given to national park, and they are diseased and dying too. They're not healthy at all. But, but I could show you the same thing with national parks that have been declared national parks for years that haven't been maintained and that have hot fires running through them that kill everything once they burn through the forest. Look, you know, we've got to be sensible The other side this. to that is you guys don't have any national park rangers anymore. You've paid them all out and there's no people to maintain oh, the well, national look, now, parks. Now, that's, that's not true. That well, you just closed... It is actually true. Yeah, that, that, is, that is not true. Offices. That is not true because there have been additional staff put on middle management... How many in the Northern Rivers? Middle management. Look, 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 look quite <laughs> frankly, quite frankly, uh, I'm being hijacked here. No. If, if, no, no, I am being hijacked. We just don't think and if, your if government's you record facts, is good at if all. If you want the facts, you need to speak with the Minister for the Environment because I have spoken to her exactly oh about this issue God. about the, um, the, the uh, um, readjustment of the staff at the national parks Middle management have gone and they've put on additional staff to, be, to get onto the ground, which is what we want, because we don't want National Parks officers sitting in Victoria Street in Grafton when you've got a forest all around the electorate. There and that's what they've done. They've put actually no additional on staff Chris. on the ground so that they can manage those things, exact things that you talked about. I think, Chris, that you've probably... Um you're probably thinking in terms of the previous agreements. Under no, the no, new agreements, not. under the new agreements, uh, the IFOAs, you have, and this was shown to us by the uh, Natural Resources Commission and the Forestry Commission and the IPA in the meetings that we attended, and it shows where, and they told us about these Intensive logging coops between 45 hectares and 60 hectares, which are intensive logging, and there is no minimum retention of trees. And these areas are between Grafton and Taree, and these areas are part of the new agreements which have just been rolled over. So in the past... There were some good, sensible regulations, but unfortunately, these new ones, as we sat down with the representatives of these various departments, and uh, they unfortunately are reducing a lot of the protections. Now, I want to talk to you about. Uh, well, look, look, the, I, I want to talk to you quite just quite about these buffer no, zones. If you, want to be, if you want me to talk, um, you know, give me a chance, please. Well, yes, but that's I, fine. I, well, you have no, had plenty, Chris, but but you told us that there is no clear felling going there is, on. There is no clear felling. In fact, you know, what the Natural Resources Commission are now doing, they're undertaking additional work to improve mapping of old-growth forests and understanding the New South Wales forest estate. And that's been supported by $9.2 million in funding for the 2018... Taxpayers' funding. But they've budget. changed. They don't hang even on, have to go in and look for threatened species I'm anymore. I'm just telling you exactly what's done. We know it's what's the, done, Chris. This is why we're talking to Meg, you. Meg, hello. Now, give us a chance because you phone me up and I'm doing the right thing and I'm trying to answer mm. your questions, but you're coming from one particular position and you're not listening to the alternate at all. And that's wrong if you want to... Uh, you know, unbiased, and if you want to be, um, a, you know, a presenter on a radio show, just please give me a chance. And I'm just saying to you that there are penalties, and we've increased penalties for breaches from a thousand, one thousand one hundred dollars to fifteen thousand dollars, 
and maximum penalties are up from $110,000 to $2 million. Now, those penalties have been introduced by this government to ensure that we do protect the environment. We've we never are working seen with the go... Natural Resources Commission. We've never seen a, a fine go past about 1000 or $2,000. This is a balance between the environment and, and the timber industry. And we need to strike that balance, and I think we've reached that balance. No, I'm afraid you haven't. Chris. The regulations well, that's, are that's your way opinion, out. And that's, that's no, your Chris, opinion, and it's we not took based the time. Information provided by the New South Wales government. Yes, it is. We no, we took not. the time to attend all the uh, meetings with the various departments. Well, that's certainly not and we were briefed from the New South Wales government. Well, well Mr. Tool, this is why we wanted to talk to you. Minister Tool just went to the press saying that no one attended these meetings and we were all actually there we were sitting there. there. Sitting there, talking well, with look, them. Well, look, that's fine. I, I wasn't at the meeting, so I, I can't say one way or the other whether you were there or what the well, minister Well, this is said. why we made a point of going, so we would be completely briefed and unbiased on well, this I've situation the by Mick, the department. I've got the same advice from Minister Tool. And that's the advice that I'm giving you. So, you know, we've either attended two different, two different briefings. He weren't at the briefing. Well, he wasn't there. He we wasn't were. there and you weren't there. But if you'd like um, to check with the various departments, you will find that we were there and we have got uh, briefings from them regarding well, well, that the meeting ever since. The minister has given the briefing to the department. So, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I can't understand how we're getting two different stories. Well, it's lies. Basically. Well, uh, well, well, that's not very nice. Thank you very much. I know, well, but we you there. see, we were there, and yeah, when, and so was I. when I Paul, you well. weren't there. Paul Tool, Paul Tool said on radio. I know. I've met him at conference. At the conference in Cara, I discussed it with him. When we were there in the meeting, and then. Paul Toole said on radio that none of us were there. We were all outside protesting, banging on the window. But well, um, look, this, look, is, Meg, this is... Meg, I'm not, here, I'm not here to talk about what happened with you and Paul Toole at a meeting. I'm here to discuss yes. the IFOA so and let's the talk about And look, and if we want timber as a, as a building resource, then we have to make an allowance for it. 87% is already got from... Private plantations. Plantation and, and, timber and, 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 is 87% and already. that's enough for a growing population, well, that's fine. It should be 100%. But timber mills are closing, closing down because they can't get the resource. That's 87%. 87% of the quotas come from... Uh, anyway, I want to talk to you about the very important issue, which is the buffer zones on our headwaters, because the health well, on your, of... Sorry, on your what? The, the buffer zones on the stream headwaters, because this is a very important issue, particularly for the health of the Richmond River. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, um, <clears throat> I, I quizzed the EPA on this, uh, Hood from the EPA, and he said, I know it's not acceptable. He said, I went back to them and said, this is not acceptable, and they said, work with it. And I've worked in these areas. I've built roads in these exact areas. Five-metre buffer zone... You're, you're contaminating creeks. You're, you're obliterating aquatic species. They were recommended in the in the 20 years ago. They recommended 30 metre buffer zones to allow a corridor for wildlife. You're, you're talking logs and money and timber industry. This is habitat for a thousand endangered species, and you're ignoring that. The forestry go in 
to a forest and see a dollar standing in front of them. That's not acceptable, Chris. We've taken well, the we've well, taken like, the best like, of it. We've taken so the best like, of it. Like, this is like, like I said, like I said, there are strict protocols in in logging in in, in state forests. There are strict protocols. Those protocols are observed by the, the 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 loggers, and when they're not, there are strict and severe penalties. And and the fact is, is that um, it has worked. You know, we we have we have changed it in the past to ensure that we protect our environment, and we're still doing that. And in fact, there has been no significant change other than to extend the term of of for, of, of logging in in the. Uh, state forests. That's that's all we've done to ensure that we support a timber industry that's invested heavily, both in manpower and resources, to provide building materials for the growing population on the north coast. Now okay. you say that okay. eighty-seven. No, let's just, let's just get no. This, just let's get back to the buffers and uh, Chris, because this is such an important issue and, and for I'm our rivers. I'm saying to you, Meg, that there are strict protocols. They, they can't come so in and, and, and rape and kill any more in New South Wales they integrated, there are strict penalties. The integrated forest agreements, which have just been rolled over and with the regional right, forest exactly agreements, right. have, decreased, uh, have, the decreased, have decreased the buffer zones from 10 metres to 5 metres, with the one exception where it is highly erodible soils on an extremely steep uh, slope. So the integrated forest agreement regulations as they currently stand are reduced to five metres buffer zone from a riparian zone, from a, well, from a stream. Yeah, but, you know, look, look, we're not talking about the Richmond River. We are talking about gullies and, 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 and dry creek beds. It is the Richmond as River. Riparian zones as well. So... Yeah. And you've got to understand that, and you've got to have have a look at where the state forests are in relation to those riparian zones, uh, and then you've got to, to consider the strict protocols that the industry has to follow when they do log in a state forest. This is not clear felling. I can assure you, it is not clear felling, and that's a complete and utter misnomer no, and wrong. And wrong. Chris, wrong. Absolutely wrong. wrong. No, you're, you're wrong there, the Chris. Week. You, you should, you should look at... You should look. Now, we, we've no been shown... We were no shown logger, photos, no Chris. No logger in their right mind is going to completely decimate a patch that he's going to come back to in 20 or 30 years' time because he doesn't have a resource to come back to. And that's the way that they log. They log in a mosaic pattern over an extensive area and they revisit it in 20 and 30 years' time because it is a renewable resource. Come out when with you us cut and have them a look down, at the they range. Again. And if you don't cut them down... All you get is little suckers and weeds and an understory that's impassable for native species. Come and have a look at the forest. Chris, why did they show us? Chris, why did they show us photos of clear fell experimental blocks? This is what they have in mind: forty-five hectares to sixty hectare clear fell. That's an experimental block, and that's and and I have no idea where that is. That's what they told us. All the authorities at this meeting told us they wanted to do in blocks staggered across the landscape. Now that that is disgusting. It's it's plundering the forest. It is not farming. Why would you clear fill a sapling that's six inches in diameter? Talk to them. This is what they showed us. But but there's no logic in doing that. I know there's not. Why do you think we're talking to you? Money on 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 men and and on diesel and on anything else that you're going to do to cut down a six-inch sapling 
in a in a in a forty foot five hectare paddock when you've got logs of four hundred millimeters in diameter, which is what you're after. You know I mean, what the not, you, that's nonsensical. It you know what the minimum size is? Now, minimum size is two hundred. That's ridiculous. But it look, it doesn't it doesn't stack up because you you're going to leave those saplings that are six inches in diameter to grow so that you can harvest them in twenty years. Well, well what you're saying doesn't make sense. Well, that's what they're telling us, Chris. You yeah, should go to the meeting. Well, well I know it doesn't, that, make, it doesn't sense. make sense. It doesn't make sense. That's why clear, we're talking to sorry, you. They're not clear felling for agriculture. They're clear felling. They're not clear felling. They're selectively logging to, 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 to get a timber resource no. for building material. They showed photos of the experimental blocks. Well, they blocks might have showed photos, but the, it's certainly not of a logging well, they wouldn't, uh, exercise or program because they don't log like that. Well, they, they, they obviously, they're open to do that. They're entitled no, to do it. That's absolutely wrong. Why would you cut down a six-inch sapling? What benefit are you going to get? You can't take it out. You can't use it, so it's going to lay on the ground and become bushfire, uh, you know, a, a bushfire risk. That's why, no we're, one does that's that. why we're talking to you. Uh, um, no, but that doesn't make sense. What you're saying doesn't make sense. We know it's not logical. We know hey, Chris, it's Robin. Um, yes, Robin. I'm, I'm finally going to buy into this argument. I have seen with my own eyes logging trucks coming down Mile Creek Road with six-inch saplings on them. And now yeah, I'm assuming they're going to the um, sugar mill to be burnt for for powering up whatever they do. But Robin, 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 you know what? They can't, t- they can't cut them out of a forest to burn them because that's legislated. <laughs> uh, you can't, that's legislated that you can't do that. Well, they, can't have... even, they can't even take, they can't even take the tops and the scraps and the leaves out of a forest after it's been logged to burn at, at a cogeneration plant in this country. Well, what are they doing state? with them? Because I've, oh, I, I took I pictures know. of I... the truck because he was driving so stupidly. I thought he was going to fall, uh, going turn over any time. Well, so well, I actually they, took they photos of it. They can't do that. They can't do that. Well, they're because, doing it. Well, I'm telling you they can't because Please. I have actually gone to, to the minister to see if they can use all of the leftovers, you know, the tops and the things that are left over in the forest after it's been logged, to use them at a cogeneration plant, and they, that's not permitted under legislation. So they can't do that. So would you support that burning um, burning uh, uh, timber for um, for power generation? Well, I mean, we're not talking about that, are we? Well, I thought that's what you just said. No, 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 I just said to you that they can't do that under legislation. Right. Okay, so now listen, we're obviously talking at cross purposes and there's not much point in this, but I have a request for you on behalf of our listeners and uh, obviously myself. Um, I'd like you to consult with the department heads and just make sure that you're up to speed with the new integrated forest um, operational uh, agreements and the uh, the new rules that have just been introduced into Parliament because it's very important you will see that the points that uh, we have picked up on are actually listed in the uh, in the um, in the forest agreements in the new regulations. So I'm asking you to have a look well, at those well, and I will, um, I will, thanks, please, so I can yeah, you. and, I can and please talk you. to and then please talk to the uh, can, your government. I will, and, but and I can assure you that there will be no clear felling for a logging operation. I that's can wonderful you. news. That's well, wonderful I can assure news. You that because there is well, absolutely no need to do that, and it's in fact it's wasteful. 
and it's counterproductive. Yes, we agree. And, and it's not just it's not just expensive for the loggers and for the industry. But it's damaging to the environment. Who, who would do that? that Look, I think sense. I think Chris, we're on the same page, absolutely, because um, I have. Uh, uh, because it's all those things that you are saying. Why would they do this? This is counterproductive. This is not sustainable. Well, well, it's I, I all those reasons it. that we wanted to talk to you about it. Well, but look, it doesn't make economic sense. No, it doesn't. To do that, and so I can't see them doing that. They're not. Mm. They're not clearing for, for agricultural production. They're, 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 they're logging specific species that are suitable to be milled at a certain size. And it's renewable, so when they cut it down, the ones that are saplings will grow over time and they can revisit that area in 20 and 30 years' time. That's how they, that's how they log. Otherwise, they will not have a resource, and they've been doing that. And I, I spoke to Spiro Notaris before he passed away, and that's exactly what they used to do, and that's what they did. And they have, they have absolutely very tight protocols when it comes deal, to deal with koalas and other native species and koalas in particular um, they, 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 it, it, once they've they established that there's a koala habitat in a state forest, it's a no-go zone and they, they recognise that and they don't go there because they, they, there are harsh penalties and the penalties have, have been increased significantly with the new legislation They've only ever been slaps in the wrist so far but Chris, what we want is this last 14% and we've got a thousand threatened species in New South Wales and they all depend on the forest pretty much. What we want is this last 14% of timber, which is a wonderful resource and it's a wonderful industry. We want that to go to your farmers and to you to transition so that the farmers grow that last 14% as well. Yeah, but, but you can't, you can't, look, you can't force a farmer to grow trees if he's growing You can cattle. incentivize it. Well, well, you can, uh, and and that certainly is being done. Uh, that's been done under the the the, the new biodiversity conservation uh, legislation. It's been done. No, it's, it's not. We're done. just getting a lot of clear, a lot of felling of private forests. Chris, I say yeah, through, but, I say but, through but, that. But there's there's also nothing. Been a lot of protection of private. No, forests, a lot of clear There's, also, of them there's too. also a two hundred and thirty million dollar fund that's provided for farmers to be able to manage. Uh, that uh, sensitive environmental land on their on their property. In addition to that, there's a hundred million dollars being set aside for saving uh, our species, and I think something like two hundred and forty million dollars over the next, um, uh, I think it's three years, um, to to um, protect. Um, our, our environmental, our sensitive environmental environments. The reality is, the satellite photographs show just clear felling on a broad scale. Yeah, but that, but that, look. Of the, private that, that is not uh, that is not true because yes, there has been Chris, there has is. been no sorry it's photographic been, evidence, mate. No, there is no evidence of that. There oh. has been what there is evidence of is that there is evidence that there has been approval for twenty thousand hectares to be cleared, but not all of it has been cleared because farmers can't afford to do it now that they're in a drought. And so, yes, it's been approved, but it hasn't been cleared. Chris, the new IFO regulations open up eighty six percent of previously protected high conservation value old growth open up to logging. Uh, look, 38% of old that, of rainforest available. It is. That's, it's their that figures. That's not true. Because, their figures. Because I can assure you, Peter, the loggers do not want old growth forests. It isn't, they, they're, they're, they're not tooled up to be able to process old growth forests. Chris, they, I've, they don't I've, want it. I've spoken to old school loggers and they are horrified at what the current machinery is doing. They go in there with oversized machinery. It's not selective logging anymore. You're not farming the forest. This is devastating it. 
and and we if we want to go into the forest well, and well, farm, Peter, if it's farm the forest. And, if it's, look, quite frankly, if it's been devastated, then it's not going to be um, it's not going to be wanted as a national park, and that's what's happened in the past because it has been managed sustainably. When you sustainably manage a, a park and you thin it out, it just means that the sunlight can get through and you can get a bit of an understory growing up. You get rid of the weeds and you can have the native species can actually scurry across the forest floor. It's, if it's um, not managed, then you know with yourself, if you don't manage your own garden, you get it's full of invasive we, we, weeds yes, we have and, it, and it becomes totally land, overgrown. Land, and, 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 mm. and no species can thrive because you, you get the dominant invasive weed species just flourishing. Unfortunately, no um, in fa- unfortunately, your own uh, departments have already pointed out that uh, opening up the canopy causes the lantana infestation in this area and 60% of uh, state um, public native forests throughout the state have been infested with yeah, lantana. That, that, that was infested, uh, with all due respect, Nick, that's been infested for, for 100 years. No, so. no, this has yes, been has, caused yes, by opening up the can. This is your own department's advice, Chris. This is your own department's advice. Working, working in the natural bush Chris, where the lantana come from. Um, Chris, I'm going I'm to send... I, I, I can't, we can't talk anymore, but I will... I will send you the information so you can see for yourself yep, you. that this is happening because this is so important and I really want you to understand what your constituents are talking about because uh, this is a huge issue and uh, they're very, Absolutely. very concerned. And that's why I think we've struck a balance between protecting the environment and sustaining a timber industry, which is, is after all, this area was founded by the, by the, by the cedar getters and let's, let's not forget that. Let's not forget the importance that they have... Chris, look a bit harder because our, in, <clears throat> our information was totally different to yours. Look a bit harder, please. But thanks yeah, for well, coming well, on, Chris. As, uh, I thanks, said, Chris. as I said quite frankly, Cruda, you know, if you're telling me that foresters are going to clear fell, well, that's just an absolute nonsense because no, no one in their right that's mind is going what to do that. they've told. Opening up the can. This is your own department's advice, Chris. This is your own department's advice. Working, working in the natural bush Chris, where the lantana come from um, Chris I'm going to I'm going to send I, I can't we can't talk anymore but I will I will send you the information so you can see for yourself yep, you. that this is happening because this is so important and I really want you to understand what your constituents are talking about because uh, this is a huge issue and uh, they're very Absolutely. very concerned and that's why I think we've struck a balance between protecting the environment and sustaining a timber industry which is, is, after all, this area was founded by the, by, by the cedar getters. And let's, let's not forget that. Let's not forget the importance yeah, that, that they have uh, Chris, provided Chris, to us a bit as a region. Look a bit harder because our, in, <clears throat> our information was totally different to yours. Look a bit harder, please. But thanks yeah, for well, coming well, on, Chris. As, uh, I said, thanks, Chris. as I said, quite frankly, Peter, you know, if you're telling me that foresters are going to clear fell, well, that's just an absolute nonsense because no, no one in their right that's mind is going what to do that. They've told us. At yeah, the but they might have told you that, but that's someone with an agenda. Let's carry no this. No one in their debate. right mind is going to go out and clear 45 hectares, which is about 115 or 120 acres, so that they can take out probably about, you know, 
50 logs. What, why would you do that? Let's continue this, this debate in a public space in a written form where we can go point and counterpoint and we can show you the evidence that we've got. Yeah, but, Thanks, Chris. But quite frankly, you know, I can show you evidence that's quite contrary to that. And that's, to that's what the problem is. Is The problem is, is that the evidence and the information that you've got is simply from one side who have an agenda. We've been out and, and had a look, Chris. We've been in the forest in your electorate and had a look. A lot of looks. And, and thank you so much. And, and me too. I've been in the forest and I've had a look and I haven't seen any evidence of any clear felling at all. Thanks again. Yeah, look, uh, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll look forward to talking with you again soon and I will send you that paperwork. Okay, thanks. Thanks, mate. Thank all you. Right. Bye.